Hello. Hello. Hey, what's up, man? I actually was able to join. Yay. Well, I, I'm going to try to get something figured out uh, when I get back to school. But, like, recording-wise. But for now, good old anchor. Yay. All right, bud. I'll I'll let you take take the lead for this episode because I've been all over the place. I was able to watch the game Sunday, and unfortunately the Steelers won. But I know. I was only able to watch the Niners and Cardinals. Okay, well in terms of news and stuff, what's what's going on? In terms of news, Zach Wilson has been benched for Mike White. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't know why they're going with Mike White over Joe Flacco. I mean, I know Joe isn't the best quarterback in the league, but he he wasn't doing too bad there in the beginning. I mean, he was throwing 60 times a game, but I mean, you know, like it's I'm not I'm not sure what I'm not sure what led to it being Mike White. Yeah, that's Yeah, I'm surprised they're not. I feel like Flacco gives you a better chance to win games, but I don't know, maybe he's hurt, or I don't know. Like you said, they were having him throw the ball 60 times a game. Flacco's nearly 40. I don't know why why they were doing that to him. But I think benching Zach Wilson is a, is a, a good move for Zach Wilson's confidence. Probably not. But is it necessary? Arguably. Because he that Patriots game, he was awful, and he really hasn't been playing good football at all. He had a decent game uh, in Pittsburgh, but since then, he hasn't really been able to get anything going. Um, I know his relationship with the receivers, specifically Elijah Moore, have been very bad, and Elijah Moore has been, um, I don't know, he's been vocalizing his frustration. So, yeah, I think, I saw Robert Sala said something that this isn't by any means, you know, the end of Zach Wilson's career in New York. Uh, however, it's looking like Zach Wilson f- fooled the Jets um, back in, what was it, 2021 when he was drafted? Looks I like. believe so. Yeah, it looks like, looks like he's fooled the Jets. Because I think there, Zach Wilson should not have been, you know, a second. He shouldn't have been the second overall pick. And he arguably shouldn't really have been a first round pick. Uh, what? you know, made him so enticing was that, you know, teams kind of saw his record at BYU the last year. Uh, he was there because BYU was, they had a very good season. And if you look at Zach Wilson's film, it's like, oh, he's a bit of a playmaker. He could get outside the pocket. He could do all this. He has a great arm, yada, yada, yada. I, I, that's what my guess is, what the Jets were thinking about him, that he's a playmaker and he could, you know, extend plays. Um, but he really didn't even do that that well at BYU. He never seemed to be, like, too in sync with his receivers. Again, there was a lot of flashy plays that I think, you know, teams glamorize them for. But, yeah, the Jets should not have taken him at number two, let alone in the first round. And they're um, 
experiencing those consequences right now. And in terms of Mike White, uh, the the legend from last season came in in the Bengals game and <laughs> beat him. Uh, I don't – yeah. Does Mike White give you a better chance to win football games than Zach Wilson? I guess we'll only we'll, – we'll find out here pretty soon. Uh, thankfully for Mike White and that Jets offense, the Jets defense is very good. So Mike White just ha- – he just has to be serviceable. And Zach Wilson hasn't been that. So him getting benched, I think that's – I don't. I don't think that's a bad move for the Jets and Robert Sala's team. Yeah, I guess. I guess we'll see how it uh, how it plays out. Uh, Kyler Murray is expected to come back for their next game. Justin Fields is currently uh, he's dealing with a shoulder injury. He's day to day. I think Marcus Williams was activated today. Marcus from uh, from IR. Oh, nice. Um, Todd Downing. Titans offensive coordinator. Yeah, that's a whole nother mess, huh? So what what did he get in what did he get in trouble for again? DUI, I believe. Right, right. Um, and I saw Vrabel said until anything else comes up, he'll be the OC um up until then. Uh unless, you know, Goodell comes down and like kicks him out the league or something. So mm-hmm. I mean uh to be honest if he's really that bad of a human being, you could go without him. The Titans' offense can consist of, you know, mainly Derrick Henry. Um, but I mean, last week against the Packers, Tannehill had like 300 yards or something like that. So they had a solid game passing, and that that receiver core for the Titans looked a lot better uh, against Green Bay. Now I will say Green Bay's defense isn't uh, uh, specifically, you know their pass defense hasn't been very great this year because I don't think their defensive coordinator does a very good job at, well, his job. Uh, I think they played too much soft zone and they need to uh, let their playmakers out there and let their guys man up and be a bit more aggressive and let them play to those strengths. But again, Titans had a very, very solid game passing um, because when Malik Willis was in there, they could, they, Maybe got like one reception out of their receivers, and with Traylon Burks back and Robert Woods, their receiving core is looking a little better for Tennessee. So I, you know, this whole Todd Downing situation, um, if he does end up, you know, like getting fired or has to be fired because uh, of the NFL wanting him gone, then I think the Titans' offense will still be all right. But you know, he's. He's played a pretty big role in the passing attack, I feel like. So, but you know, Vrabel will get it done. I think Vrabel's an amazing coach. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. So, you know, uh, two more big quarterback news: Davis Mills will not be the starter on Sunday. Oh, with Kyle really? Allen. Oh, they're going with Kyle Allen. They are, and oh. and for the Rams, Bryce Perkins is taking first team reps this week. Oh, yikes. So we'll see how uh, how that goes. Obviously, the Rams they aren't necessarily really in the fight. I mean, you know, anything can happen. It's the NFL, but three and seven's not looking too too hot for them. Yeah, especially with their upcoming schedule. Uh huh. And then as far as the Texans, you know, having one win on the season, I don't think they're looking for much besides next year's draft. Yeah, right. And I think I think Davis Mills is uh, done. I think you know. They they tried out the Davis Mills experiment. You know, you gave up, you traded Deshaun Watson, you get all these picks anyways. You 
you're you're tanking. Like they they knew the te- Texans organization going into this year, they knew they were tanking. They knew they were going to be bad. At least I I think so. I think Lovey Smith is a solid. <laughs> like I don't know, but I think Lovey Smith is a solid head coach. Uh, and that's someone I think they should keep around because Houston is, um, they're relatively like in their games for the most part. They just, I said it before, they don't have the talent to, you know, keep up with some of these teams, but yeah, I think the Davis Mills experiment is, is done for you draft them in like the third or fourth round or wherever they draft them just as a replacement for Deshaun. So, and they're going to have probably the first overall pick, uh, this upcoming draft. So. They'll be able to choose from, you know, Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, one of those guys. So, yeah, starting Kyle Allen, see if it gives the team a spark. I mean, might, might as well, I guess. Might as well try to win a game. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't even know at this point. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the Texans are doing. Sam Darnold has also been announced the starter. God, that's, that's a whole nother mess, dude, the Panthers. Because B- Baker had a – Bad game against the Ravens. You know, Ravens' defense is, is good. They're really good. But, look, you can't be doing that. They they just – he did nothing offensively. And then, you know, the P.J. Walker thing didn't really work out too well. So, yeah, Sam Darnold, might as well get him in there, see what he could do. I um, mean, we, we've seen it before. He was kind of, you know, ass. But, you know, might as well try it again. I, <laughs> you're paying him all that money. <laughs> they're, they're playing a quarterback carousel over there, and three and eight tells you exactly how that's going. <laughs> yeah, just wait till Matt Corral gets back. Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> Daryl Henderson's been waived as well as Melvin Gordon. With Henderson being waived, is that, does that bring Akers back to the starting role? So you, you would think so, right? Because Cam Akers expressed his uh, voice of concern and his frustration with the team. He was like, look, I want to get the ball more, yada, yada, yada. He sat out for a few games, wanted to be traded. They ended up not trading him because they wanted to keep Cam Akers around. Now you get rid of Daryl Henderson, who was supposedly the starting back. So, yeah, it would look. It looks like Cam Akers' job, right? However, you also have guys like Kyron Williams, the rookie running back who just got taken off of IR. He had uh, some reps this past week, I believe. So, right, you would think Cam Akers is a starting running back, and I would expect him to be. Now, could Kyron Williams take his job? Yes, because Cam Akers hasn't been great this year. But that whole uh, Rams offense is a mess. They haven't been able to get the run game going all year, really. And it's probably going to stay that way, especially with Bryce Perkins being in there now, which no offense to Bryce Perkins, but obviously he doesn't have a lot of NFL experience. And I, I watched him a little at uh, – I think he went to Virginia Tech for college. I could be wrong. And he was a solid quarterback for them. Um, it's cool to see him get a shot in the NFL here. But, yeah, I think Daryl Henderson being waived was shocking. I didn't see it coming. But apparently he was frustrated with the team, which I can't blame him. Uh, the Rams have been bad this year. But I wonder – I'm sure he'll pick up a job somewhere and specifically like with a contender. It's just what, what team could that be? Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. I mean, Clyde Edwards went to IR, but Pacheco's been, Pacheco, been good. He's been and solid. And Rojo's McKinney. still there. Oh yeah. And they have Ronald Jones. I think Daryl Henderson, he may go, go back home to Tennessee. He, he went to Memphis for college. I think Tennessee signing would be a good idea because heading into the playoffs, you want a fully healthy Derrick Henry. Because mm-hmm. if you have a fully ha- healthy Derrick Henry, you're you're going to dominate. And 
Tennessee's going to need him fully healthy. So maybe I'm not saying like split carries because you're still going to win football games till the end of the year. But you get Daryl Henderson in there, you know, lighten the load off of Derrick Henry every now and then. So I don't, I don't, I don't think that'd be a bad move because you have Dontrell Hilliard in there too, but he's more of a receiving back. And then um, their other running back, I don't want to say his name wrong. I think it's Hassan Haskins or something. I don't know. Running back from App State. Um, he's a rookie and he hasn't gotten too much playing time. I know he's on special teams, but. Yeah, I think Derek Dell Henderson at Tennessee would be a good move. And maybe if they wanted to sign Melvin Gordon too, like you mentioned, because he got cut. But Melvin Gordon's been bad. <laughs> he was had a lot of do, fumbling problems. Do you think Gordon could go back to L.A.? Back to the Chargers? Um, you know, that's, mm, that's a good question. I don't, I don't see why. Because Eckler's yeah. not been the best rusher. Right, Eckler hasn't been amazing rushing, and that partly could be because of the O line. And but yeah, like Eckler's, he's been way better receiving, anyways. But I mean, with Gordon's fumbling issues, and you also have Isaiah Spiller in there. Um, and then when Joshua Kelly gets back off the of IR, it's like, okay, do we really need Melvin Gordon? Like for the experience, and uh, you know, you get a veteran in there for a team that's dealing with injuries and has been, you know, struggling to say the least. Uh, based off what we predicted them to be, then, yeah, maybe it's not a bad move. But I think Melvin should wait it out a little bit and see if there's a team who, like, desperately needs a RB1, um, specifically a contender. So, like, let's say, what if Miles Sanders got hurt for Philadelphia and then maybe maybe you sign with Philly or, you know, mm-hmm. something along those lines. And, you know, same goes for Daryl Henderson, too, I guess. Uh. Next on the list is Sean Coogler was fired. He was the offensive line coach and running game coordinator for the Cardinals. Hmm. That. Huh. I mean, but I believe. I think he's been accused for assaulting a woman. I'm not sure. Oh, God. Yeah, get get him out of there. That's. I believe that's all that has happened. Oh, Cordell Patterson breaking the all-time kickoff return touchdown record. Is he a Hall of Famer? Patterson? Yeah. Well, if Hester's not in there, I'm not sure because Hester was electric, and I think he was still on the list this year when they announced the finalists for the Hall of Fame ballots, but – if Hester gets in, I believe Patterson should as well. Now, Hester should have the Hall of Fame is the people who were at the best of their position. There was nobody better than Hester. I mean, you could argue Dante Hall or whatever, but, I mean, Hester was that guy. So, if Hester can get in, I believe Patterson should. But, you know, it's I'm not with the one voting. Right. I think uh, returners are weird because, like you said, Devin Hester was that guy, dude. He, I think he has the most punt returns, and he maybe had like five kickoff return touchdowns, but he was he was much better at punt returns. That's what he's more known for. But Patterson with nine touchdowns and all. I mean, I was, I would say Patterson's a Hall of Famer. Like n- nine kickoff return touchdowns is crazy, dude. 
So I looked it up. Devin Hester has 14 punt return touchdowns. Yeah, dude. Come on. <laughs> and for kick return touchdowns, he had five. And he had that one in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think Devin Hester should be a Hall of Famer. And if Devin Hester is a Hall of Famer, I think you got to give it to Cordell Patterson. But you also, I think, have to give it to guys like Josh Cribbs as well, who's also a very good uh, yeah. return man. So. Well, yeah, he should. He should have already been in it. I think last year he was eligible. But... Yeah, I think he made the semifinalist cut this pat for this year. Mm-hmm, he did. Him among like Daryl Rivas, Steve Smith, players like that. Joe Thomas, he better make it for all those losing years. He better get something out of it. <laughs> yeah, that that poor man, Joe Thomas, been on the Browns his whole his whole career. He never complained once. Never complained once. He was the left best left tackle in football during his career. Hold on, let me look at this semifinalist. Okay, Heinz Ward made it. Nice. <laughs> Heinz Ward, James Harrison made it. Sick. Yeah. Um. Wow, we have quite the quite the name of guys here. Ricky Waters. Oh wow. Uh, yeah, I think I think Heinz Ward. James Harrison obviously should be Hall of Famer, so I'm a little I'm a little biased just because they're Steelers, but and Darrell Rivas because he went to Pitt. But so Marcus Ware should make it. Yeah, I uh, dude, there's so many names. How many do they? I don't know. How many in one class? I don't. I don't. I'm not 100 percent sure how it works, but dude, Heinz Ward, not only a great receiver. Arguably the best blocking wide receiver of all time, uh, at least you know during his day. So, and obviously James Harrison was a sack leader for the Steelers for some time. Um, I don't know if he still is, but I think T.J. Watt has broken okay. it. So it says there's no set number for any class of enshrinees, but it usually it's between four and eight each year. Oh, okay. So I'm looking at the class right now. If I had to choose four guys, hmm, I won't. I won't be biased here. If I had to pick four guys out of these people, I'd probably say Tory Holt, Joe Thomas, hmm, Revis. Uh, probably Zach Thomas, because Zach Thomas is due to be in there by now. Is this all this? Yeah, but they should really just have, you know, James Harrison and Heinz Ward and call it a class, but, you know, <laughs> they, they won't do that. Um, what else is going on? We got a lot of game, a lot of games tomorrow. Thanks, yeah, yeah. The one I do want to get into from last week was the Vikings. Oh, oh my gosh, dude. Absolutely. Being absolutely smacked around. Absolutely crushed. Once again, Tony and Zeke, same amount of carries. Polar doubled and had 100 receiving. Well, there you go. <sighs> Tony, is that boy? Dude, Tony Pollard's been absolutely balling recently, and I don't. What's his contract? He may be on the final. He may be on the final year of his rookie contract. It says twenty twenty three, UFA. 
So he has one more year, or he's or he's done. Uh, it says he hits the free agent market in March. Oh, yeah. Okay. So yeah, this is, he's on the last year of his deal, and I don't know if they already had picked up an option for him or if that's even available at this point. But yeah, loaded running back class for free agency this year. So it's going to be interesting to see what the Cowboys do with Pollard because he's been absolutely electric and he. He's definitely playing a huge part in that offense. And come playoff time, you're going to have to have a run game. And Zeke isn't going to be able to do it by himself. He's he's about as washed as it gets. So, yeah, I'm interested to see what they do with Pollard. He's been killing it. And, yeah, Cowboys absolutely murked the Vikings. That was embarrassing. <sighs> yeah. The Vikings. I mean... They're not really in trouble at all. You know, 8-2, eight, eight they could lose six of the next. Like, uh, how, how many weeks are that? Like, seven? Yeah, we're in week 12 right now, so we got... Six. Damn, we got eight weeks left? Bro. That's crazy. Oh, oh in, in terms, terms of news, Deshaun Watson comes back in, what, two weeks? Ah, Chase. It's okay. He's going to suck. <laughs> He'll be bad. Okay. I, think, I think I think for the, the first, first week, week or two, two and then, then it'll pick up. up. Yeah. Um, I don't even know how I feel about that. Because you, if you're the Browns, you got to get – I mean, Jacoby Brissett, I guess he's been serviceable. He's won you some games, but the Browns have been pretty bad this year. So, like, they're sitting at three and seven. So They don't, they don't have, have their, their first round, so there's nothing to – Suck for. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Yeah, because I gave it all for Watson. God, dude. Yeah, we'll see how Watson plays. But um, in terms of the uh, games tomorrow, so we got Bills and Lions. Uh, I think the Lions on a win streak. They're on a three-game win streak right now. They're now sitting at four and six. Um, but I think the Bills. It's practically another home game for them because they had the play at Ford Field last week. Uh, because of all the snow in Buffalo, so I think is that Buffalo. what they chose to Detroit for the Bills? Because they're, they're playing, playing it in the next week. Yeah, uh, that makes sense. Yeah, I said, why, why Detroit? Detroit? But yeah, I think I think the Bills will end up getting the W in that game, and then we got Giants and Cowboys. That should be a good matchup. I I think the Giants they just lost to Detroit. I, I'm gonna be honest. I think the Giants are kind of fraudulent. <laughs> there, I don't think Danny Dimes is that guy. I don't think he's the future there. And I, the Cowboys, I mean, after they put on an absolute beating against the Vikings, I think that Packers game kind of opened their eyes. And McCarthy and the the squad, they're going to do a better job game planning down the line, which has seemed seemed of what they did in the Vikings game. So, yeah, I like I like the Cowboys in that game, and obviously obviously they're at home. And then we got Patriots and Vikings. Uh, I feel like this one could be a decent matchup. Yeah, that could be a good game. Patriots defense, man, they're it's it's solid, it's solid. And with Belichick, you know, I don't know, no, I don't know how you're gonna game plan against this Vikings team. Just do what it, do whatever the Cowboys did last week, and you'll be fine. But yeah, I think. Oh, I don't know who comes out with the W on that game. 
I mean, it's a prime, prime time. Oh, it's pri- right. It's prime time. Kirk Cousins can't play in prime time. Patriots winning. Patriots are about a seven and four. It would it it would be a statement if the Patriots would come out with a win here and go move up to seven wins. Dude, that because that division is a doghouse. If you would have told me that, arguably the best division in football would be either a the AFC East or the NFC East, I would have been like, yeah, you're smoking. But no, dude. Like, Commanders are now at 6-5 and five and for the NFC East. And they have a good chance to make the playoffs now. Because Taylor Heineke's just an absolute fucking dog. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you look at the AFC East, and it's nearly almost tied up between all the teams. I think the Jets will fall off, but... I think the Patriots will stay pretty consistent. And every game two has started, the Dolphins haven't lost. So, I don't know, man. And I still think Buffalo's going to be able to win that division. But, you know, they've been – they've had some dumb mistakes in some games. They've been a little shaky. So, who knows? Who knows? Yeah, the fact that these are the winningest divisions is insane. Because I thought it would be the NFC South and the AFC West. Right, the 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 league's done like a full one eighty this year. Oh my gosh, it's crazy. It's pretty, it's pretty crazy. But um, I think, you know, don't be surprised when, you know, what we haven't done, we haven't done a Super Bowl prediction like up to this point. Super We're over halfway Bowl through the year. Prediction: Seahawks, Steelers. <laughs> Yeah, dude, we're gonna win out the rest of the year. Kenny Pickett's gonna go into the fucking playoffs ten and seven. We're gonna beat the shit out of Buffalo. We're gonna beat the shit out of Kansas City. We're gonna go and play fucking Seattle. Geno Smith's gonna get put on his ass by TJ Watt about three times in that game. And we're winning the Super Bowl after George Pickens has two hundred all purpose yards. Oh yeah. Um for my prediction. I'm not sure, cause I mean, the Titans always put up a little fight, but uh, the only losses on the year are to Buffalo and the Giants and the Chiefs. But you know, the Chiefs are the Chiefs, the Bills are the Bills, and the Giants were good for a little bit. So predictions, predictions. I like how the Dolphins are moving, but I don't know how Tua will perform in the playoffs. No, I don't. I don't think Tua has enough playoff experience. I think he he'd get beat by if they had to play like Kansas City or Buffalo, mm. or Tennessee. Yeah, yeah. Because I just feel like I, I feel like I feel like they start putting pressure on him, and he would just forget the fundamentals and start cracking under pressure. But, I mean, who who knows? Who knows how that'll go? But I'll probably take... I'll take the Bills. Hey, you got Bill, Bills and who? Who are we thinking? God, I hate them, but the Niners. <laughs> yeah, I think... I, I would say, in my opinion, I think the Niners are going to make the Super Bowl. I think... Because because the Eagles are good, but they're they've shown signs these past two weeks that 
you know, they're not perfect, which no NFL team is, but, you know, I think they could get knocked off by San Francisco. I think they're just more of a well-rounded team. Uh, Shanahan has playoff experience. Garoppolo has a, you know, Super Bowl experience under his belt as well. So, and with all that talent there on like offensively and defensively, then I, I think the 49ers could run away with the NFC in the, when it comes to the playoffs. And as for the AFC, I don't know why, man, but I'm really high on Tennessee. I think Tennessee, they they put up a great fight against Kansas City, and I think they haven't figured out. Well, like I said in another podcast episode, there's no figuring out the Chiefs, but there's containing them and slowing them down. And I think the Titans can do just that. And if they keep it up, you keep Derrick Henry healthy, Man, dude, and Vrabel, I'm gonna keep saying it. Great coach. So I'm I'm high on Tennessee now. The chances of Tennessee and like the 49ers in the Super Bowl, it's just, it's weird to say. Yeah, the quarterback matchup will be Ryan Tannehill and Jimmy Garoppolo. But hey, you you never know. We we've seen. Have we seen weirder? I mean, we saw a year where the four quarterbacks in the. <laughs> In the championship games were Blake Bortles, Tom Brady, Nick Foles, and uh, Case Keenum. And, well, Nick Foles ended up winning the Super Bowl that year, so we, you never know. That's, a, that's insane. But in terms of these Niners, I'm I'm happy to see them start using Kittle. Oh, Kittle's got some crazy talent. I think, you know, because Kittle was dealing with an injury for – know some of the year so I think he's 100% healthy now and obviously not only is he one of the best receiving tight ends he's also one of the best run blocking tight ends so which allows the 49ers to you know use him really anywhere um because not only can you run block you know you do a little play action you have him on a little release route but the possibilities are endless for that offense really because Brandon Ayuk's playing solid as well Obviously, you got Hughes check in there. And then one-two punch out running back with McCaffrey and Elijah Mitchell. And defensively, you know, dude, I mean, big names, Bosa, Warner. Charvarius Ward has proven to be a number one corner, and he's arguably one of the better corners in the NFL, at least I'd say. Um, Eric Armstead, you know, you get – I don't know what – I think he's healthy, um, but they got – Aziz Shabir back as well, and he's he's been solid. He'd be a starter on most teams, so he's a, another great depth piece to that defense. And I'm a big fan of Hufanga. So, yeah, dude, Niners, Niners. The only the only big hit they have really taken so far for the rest of the year is Jason Verrett tearing his Achilles. Um, but you know, other than that, Niners are going to be nice, dude. I'm scared of them. Yes, you 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 should be. <laughs> I think I think they'll end up winning at the end. You you, Seattle has to play them one more time, right? Yep. Yeah, that'll be a big game. Yeah, the Seahawks schedules fall. We play the Raiders next week. Then we play the Rams, and then the Panthers, and then the Niners. And following the Niners, we play the Chiefs, and then the Jets, and finish off with the Rams. Oh. Good grief. Uh, Seahawks currently have the seventh seed. I believe the Commanders are the one game behind. Really? Well, we, we're tied with wins. I don't think the Commanders have had their bye yet. No, they haven't because they're at six and five. I mean, we're currently coming out of the bye. The Panthers haven't had theirs either at three and eight. Dude, how are the Steelers nearly have the same fucking record as the Panthers? 
That's unbelievable to me. Why do we suck? I just, I just want Matt Canada fired. That's all. <sighs> I mean, I he should be going over the off season. If y'all rock with him next season, I don't really know what to what to tell you. Then I'm 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 not. I don't know what I'll do. I'll cry. <laughs> he's so bad. I don't even want to talk about him. Talk, talk, talk about Seattle for a bit. I don't know. Or you, you want to wait till Saturday? Seattle. Um. I mean, with with the team we have now, we were only expected to win four games. I believe that we were voted like one of the worst teams in football. Getting rid of Wagner and Wilson, and we already had more wins than we were projected. So. In terms of Seattle, I'm quite happy where we are. Uh, we, we had a great draft class. I mean, we hit on about every pick. Even Mafe's starting to get in there a little bit now. But, um, I mean, yeah, you, you look at next year. I mean, let, let's say we do make the playoffs. I don't see us going past the second round if we win that first round. But, but still, we have uh, – Two first-rounders, two second-rounders next year. We could either trade or, or draft whoever we want. I personally would like uh, a wide receiver three. That'd be pretty cool. You know, Marquise Goodwin's been pretty good. But uh, past that, Eskridge has not done anything. He's probably played, like, four games since we drafted him a year ago in the second round. So, I'm getting tired of seeing him. But... I the the problem occurs with Jamal Adams because our defense has been playing decently well in the past few weeks, and this is without Jamal. And if you go and watch a lot of the messed up defensive coverages last year, it's usually Jamal getting mossed. I mean, Adamson put one on his head. I think Cup just literally took it off his head. So. I like Ryan Neal in that spot. Maybe I, I think his name is Josh Jones. They they both can play that spot pretty well. Maybe even try Mike Jackson up there and bring Trey Brown into the cornerback slot because I believe he's finally healthy to play against the Raiders. He he did pretty good his rookie year, but he got hurt pretty early on. So, I mean, and, and we have the Broncos first rounder who are currently you know. Three and seven. And they play the Panthers. It's going to be a shit show. And you move over to the Ravens, Chiefs, Cardinals, Rams, Chiefs, Chargers. So I say out of that, there's like two winnable games. <laughs> they could maybe beat the Panthers and possibly the Cardinals. But, you know. Or, or the Rams. But I'm happy where we are. Gino... He's been balling. If he keeps up at the pace he is, he'll be the starter next year. I don't see us drafting someone to compete. I think right now we just need to surround our team with good playmakers. We need a solid edge rusher. Nwosu's been good, but everyone else has kind of run stuff. Darrell Taylor's not been good, and neither has LJ Collier, who we reached on massively. But we just need that. And Jamal. I if we don't put him back in a linebacker spot like, like 
30, 40% of the time. I, I don't see us doing it, but I'd like to trade him. I don't think anyone's going to offer a lot, but... I don't know. I think with how much money we owe him and how little he's done for us since that nine-and-a-half sack year, I don't see much purpose in keeping him. I'm pretty solid without him. Well, um, in other news, we were talking about uh, Darrell Henderson earlier. He just got claimed by the Jaguars. Yeah. I was close. I said a AFC South team, but you know, fuck me. I have Travis Etienne in fantasy. Daryl, you better not, you know, be up to any funny business over there. You're a backup, okay? You'll take Jamichael Hasty's spot. Don't, don't cut into Etienne's snap share, please. That's all I. Jags, Jags is uh. Well, we said contender. You went to the Jags. Yeah, we said a contender because you would assume when these running backs go but to a contender, but I, I guess not. So, whatever. I mean, it's, uh, it's whatever, I guess. But yeah. I, didn't, I didn't really see the Jags to be one to take them. I mean, I guess they do need a number two guy because Michael Hasty hasn't been amazing. But, again, this is this is a – uh, I don't. I really don't know what this move. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. But you know, I guess I thought they need another guy, and maybe he'll get re-signed going in the next year if if he has a solid uh, second half of the season with Jacksonville. But yeah, that's that's all I got. I was com- pretty underprepared for this episode. <laughs> I've been all over the place this week. But uh, with Thanksgiving being tomorrow, everyone's been everywhere. So yeah. crazy little week. Especially yeah. with finals coming up. Uh, don't remind me. But yeah, screw school. Yeah, there, drop out. And yeah, any any kids listening, drop out. It's not worth it. Go, I don't know. Go flip become a YouTuber. trading cards. Yeah, become a YouTuber. <laughs> do anything else. Uh, just don't don't be a business major and do accounting. You'll want to, you know. Spoon your eyeballs out. But, <laughs> anyways, that that's all I have for for today. You have anything? Anything else? Um, not really. So about it. All right, cool. Well, we're on uh, Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, and Stitcher. Um, yeah, we'll we'll be back Saturday, most likely this time. Actually, uh, we we missed the last Saturday. Uh, I had just flew in the home, so. Like I said, all over the place, but happy Thanksgiving, and yeah, we'll see you guys later.